Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Herbal information provided in this podcast is meant for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. Hello, everybody. It's What's in My Teacup for September 30th, 2022. So we're getting started here to go live here in Facebook at Full Circle Herbals and YouTube channel Full Circle Herbals. And I'm also in a Facebook group called Plant Priestess Exploration. And this will be put up on my podcast, Herbs, which stands for Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit, which you can find on Spotify, podcast, um, Spotify, and iTunes for sure, and and other places that Anchor will put me. So um, here we are. You can watch this video replay on uh, Spotify does video replays, but you can also watch the video, like I said, in Full Circle Herbals Facebook and Full Circle Herbals YouTube. So people are getting on now. I see Cheryl there. And the teacup I have today is interesting. I'm not 100% certain if these two go together, but they certainly have similarities because like I've said before, I got a bunch of these um, teacups in an antique auction and um, some of them, you know, everything was like in a box. So you get what you get and some things matched and some things didn't. So there's the um, saucer and then the teacup is here. I, if I, when I look at these, these remind me of like little wild strawberries. So I kind of like, if I had to name this set, it'd be like strawberry shortcake because it looks just like a bunch of strawberries. It's very, very pink still. Um, I'm not sure how old it is. It doesn't have any markings that I can see right now. But yeah, it's a little one. And here's the handle. The handles are always so decorative along with the cup. And the cup has these little ridges on the end. It's got a cool um, a, a rim. The rim is like uh, frilled, you know, like little little frills on there. Usually they're just flat, but this one has some really cool features on it. So that's what I have today for the teacup. And I've been coming on live every Friday for a couple weeks and definitely planning some more every Friday uh, to show one of these new antique teacups because who else is going to be excited like I am about teacups. (laughs) So what I have to share with you in terms of the tea today is this one here. This one I have the jar and my microphone is trying to jump off the table. Let me just fix that real quick. There we are. Now we won't have a tea catastrophe with all these cords that I have here. So here is what I have. I know it's a little bit hard to see, but you can kind of see what's in there. Like mostly green things, but um, actually there's a lot of purple things in there this time. So I made this tea blend last year for an online virtual workshop that I did for the local continuing education um, university department. So we did an online program 
and I was able to show people making a tea blend to just teach, you know, how to do that. And of course, I thought I would remember what was in here. And I can pick out, I think, just about everything. But I know I put a lot of things in here. So I was making uh, the tea today uh, before, you know, about an hour ago. Because um, I was trying to remember what was in here. And I thought I would do it by taste. So this is what I can tell visually and by taste um, in this herbal mix that I've made. There's elderberry, dried elderberry in here, purple shiso, chamomile flowers, mullen leaf, echinacea flower, and then I'm fairly certain I have leaves of nettle and raspberry leaf in here. So I'm fairly certain about the nettle and next would be the, the raspberry leaf. And I vaguely remember um, putting this together. Um, so I remember I remember sharing with people that I wanted to put some nutrient-dense uh, herbs in here, and that was raspberry leaf and nettle. That's what, what I would have put in. I also remember using up a little bit of this and a little bit of that that I had in my herbal apothecary that I wanted um, to do something with, you know, because sometimes I get down to like the last bit of a certain herb in a jar, and, you know, I can't make a tincture with it. I can't... Um, make anything else with it. So an herbal tea blend is really good to use up all the little bits of things you have. So yes, I can see the leaves of the echinacea because they're purple. The shiso is in there and I can definitely taste it. So the taste of this blend is along the lines of what I would say is sagey. You know, that kind of sagey flavor. What would you say that um, that flavor tastes like? What does sage taste like to you? Like culinary sage when you eat it? I think of stuffing. I think of food. Um, kind of, it's not bitter. It's just sagey. <laughs> it's not sweet. It's not salty. Um, it's kind of got that sagey to it. So I made this blend for um, for like uh, somebody with a sickness, uh, like a cold or a flu type symptoms. That's what I made this herbal tea blend for. And I was just sick recently with my old, my own uh, cold. I had a cold and I totally forgot I made this mix. It was like in the corner of my, my apothecary area that I have in my kitchen. I have two places in my kitchen. I have herbal tea mixes and herbal tea bags. Uh, and some other concoctions there, you know, just like a little area. And, you know, if you get too many things there, sometimes you forget what's in the corner. So as I was rummaging around in on that shelf this morning, looking for which tea I was going to come on with, I thought, oh my goodness, I had this tea in the corner and I could have, I really could have used it <laughs> a few weeks ago. The mullen is really good for like lung, upper respiratory support. And also, I, I did see some um, flowers of bergamot in there. That's another one that I forgot to write down in my little label because I'm finally writing a little label for this tea blend. Bergamot flower. I saw some in there. So if you've got bergamot flower and mullen together, um, those are definitely going to... And, and the purple shiso. Those three, purple shiso, mullen, and bergamot flowers... They will give you that kind of sagey oregano type of flavor. Let's see. If, here's my label. I should have made one of these before. This is how I usually make my labels. 
Um, I made this tea blend in 2021, so I put that on there. So I thought, okay, this tea is good. Uh, it's good for, like, if you have a cold, if you've kind of lost your flavor a little bit, you know, when you get upper respiratory stuff, you, stuff just doesn't taste the same. Um, but for um, herbal beverage flavor, I didn't, I thought, mm, this is a little bland for me. It's a little too... Um, you know, it just didn't have any pizzazz to it, right? <laughs> that kind of oregano sagey flavor. It's it's kind of what I would call a heavier flavor, an earthy flavor. There we go. Earthy is a good one. Um, and so I thought, well, if I were to just drink this for a beverage tea, for something that was flavorful and um, something I just want to drink day to day, I would add something with more vibrance in it. Vibrance and um a little zing to it. As Rosemary Gladstar always says, you got to add a little something to your herbal tea blends to give it that, to give it that special something, you know, so for this one, I wanted to add a little flavor, something that kind of was a little lighter flavor to offset that kind of earthy tone, that heavier tone, which I like that for when I'm, for when I have the upper respiratory illness is and need something to to help me through that. This this tea would be good for that. And it also has a lot of nutrients in it, immune um, boosting kind of herbs. Um, and I added the chamomile in there for that kind of nerving, relaxing um, part of it too that sometimes you need when you're not feeling so well. And then what I did with it to kind of give it a little boost of a flavor for today um, and for more of a beverage tea is I added lemon balm to it. Lemon balm leaves that I grew in my garden and dried. So they have a, a lot of flavor to them. Lemon balm leaves and the flower, the, uh, the top of it, the flower and the leaf are called the aerial parts. So with lemon balm, the aerial parts can uh, really degrade in flavor within just one year. It doesn't, um, it doesn't hold its flavor. Uh, very long compared to some of the other herbs I have in my apothecary that have been in here for years and still are nice and dry, have their color and their flavor and everything like that. And lemon balm can really lose that flavor and qu the qualities of it within just about a year. So that's why I like to grow lemon balm um, every year in my own home garden or even in a container and then cut it and dry it. It's really easy to cut to dry to harvest, to grow, and you, I can get, you know, two to three harvests off of it as well. So I added that to the tea, and so now I'm actually going to pour myself some, because I, I only just barely tasted it, just to see if I had added enough lemon balm um, to the mixture. I didn't uh, measure anything when I made it. I just put it together by knowledge, experience, um, by visuals, you know, you can sometimes when I'm making an herbal tea blend, I think, well, I want to add more color to it. I don't want it just to be one, you know, color of green. I want to add a little pop to it because it's it's fun to add that color to your tea, uh, so you can see it when you make your tea, and also so you can see it in the containers too. Because it's to me, my herbal tea jars and my apothecary, they're like decorations to me as well. So that's better. I like that uh, for a beverage tea, you know, just for an everyday tea to drink. Um, whereas medicinal teas that we take to help us through some sort of ailment or sickness or something like that, um, those those type type of teas you're taking 
maybe two to three cups a day or, or more, depending. And uh, for beverage teas, I call these beverage teas for ones that you're just, you know, drinking a cup here and there throughout the day or just sipping on at, at your computer like I do. I always like to have something to sip on uh, to just keep hydrating myself and adding those good vitamins and minerals and all the other plant constituents that are helpful for, for wellness. So now instead of like the earthy tone, that sagey oregano type flavor just popping out at me, now I have that lemon balm to kind of um, make it a lighter a flavor too. So um, the, oh, that kind of flavor that the bergamot has, the purple shiso, they feel very um, diffusive, which means like they really feel like they enter all nooks and crannies of your body and they actually help to warm up. You can kind of actually feel a little warmer um, after drinking them. Um, and they can kind of make you sweat sometimes too, which uh, if you sw were sweating, it could cool you off. But if you were sick and started to sweat, that's good. I, I like to sweat when I'm sick because I feel like I know that's one avenue that my body's pushing things out that don't need to be there anymore. Um, and it also, um, I also keep myself nice and wrapped up and warm so that I don't cool off while I'm sweating. I'm just sweating, getting a little warmer, getting those, um, getting the blood kind of moving, that warmth, you know, when you get warmer, things start moving and then it kind of helps loosen everything up. So these types of herbs, um, are great for like an immune system type tea uh, to help you boost um, some of your your wellness, you know, to keep you well. And then it's also um, helpful during an illness to get you through some of those symptoms. Um, and then by adding some lemon balm, now I can enjoy it um, just as a beverage tea because it's a little lighter flavor now. The other thing I could have done with the tea before I had made it with lemon balm is I could have just steeped it a little less and added a little less to it. So then I could have brought that flavor down a little bit too. So it wasn't so strong. So those are some tips of how to kind of um, use your herbal teas uh, in a different way if they, you don't like the flavor of them. If you don't like the flavor of them, you can either make it weaker um, by using less of the plant material, letting it steep uh, a shorter period of time, or you can just add something else to it to bring, to cut the flavor down. And of course, there's always the sweeteners too, if you want to add those. So that's what's in my teacup, in my little teacup that I call the strawberry shortcake theme, because it has like strawberry patterns. It's pinks, and uh, looks like little strawberries on there. It really does. And it's, I don't know if you can tell this, but it's very shiny. It's got this like iridescent there. You can kind of see it. It's like a pink shininess. So I have no idea how old it is. I can tell it's been used. That's, that's what I can tell. So some of the things coming up uh, for uh, Full Circle Herbals, I like to let you know what's happening uh, that you can be a part of besides the what's in your, my teacup lives that I do on Fridays is the Grow Your Apothecary Monthly Plant Lessons. Um, the next lesson is the 9th of October. So not this Sunday, but the next 9th of October. And it's going to be about the, the plants that are called Monarda and Bee Balm. Uh, so that's what the next plant is going to be. The 
the September plant was wild black cherry. So we've got that done. And so if you join the Grow Your Apothecary monthly plant lessons uh, before the 9th, then you can watch the live lesson for bee balm and monarda. Um, and so we, I do those live in Zoom. And then um, the replays are available for people who are active um, subscription members. It is $44 a month. And there's also sliding scale payment options. Um, and I see some people here who are in the Grow Your Apothecary program. And Katie says, I'm loving this series. You're inspiring me to try new herbs in my own teacup. Uh, yes. Am I signed up? Yes, Cheryl, you are signed up for this. You are part of Grow Your Apothecary monthly plant lessons. Yes, you'll get into it. And then so every month, every full moon, uh, I pick a new herb to have to teach you so that you can add it to your own home herbal apothecary um, or consider adding that one to that uh, your herbal apothecary. I tend to pick herbs that are um, easy to find each, or in your in most of the areas in like my kind of growing zone. But I also know people like in the UK area who also are in Grow Your Apothecary and they typically can find something with the herb in it. And there's also, of course, online places that you can find the herbs. So I'm typically um, picking herbs that are fairly well known. They grow easily. Um, you can purchase them fairly easily. So nothing too obscure, but I want people to be able to grow them if they can. If they can't, then it, can they purchase them somewhere um, or they can purchase the product or something with the product, you know, already in it. Because, um, you know, growing your apothecary doesn't necessarily mean you have to grow every herb or buy it um, by as itself, you know, just like buying wild black cherry and then making your own herbal remedy with it. It can also mean that you buy the herbal remedy already completed and done. But the idea is to grow your knowledge so that you can add to your own home herbal apothecary um, and be able to pick up those herbal remedies like teas at the grocery store and be able to read the label and, you know, understand um, some of the herbs that are in there. So, you know, it's, it's so nice when I pick up a tea blend or a, a tincture and I can read the label and and at least understand oh yeah those herbs that makes sense that they put this together for a sleepy tea or something like that so it helps your knowledge um, of it all so the grow your apothecary is kind of a play on words because you're growing your knowledge you might be growing some of your plants you're growing your um, connection to the herbs you're growing your um, growing your apothecary in some fashion or another. So you get the live, you get access to the live when you're in the Grow Your Apothecary Monthly po Program. Grow Your Apothecary Monthly Plant Lessons. You get the live um, link and you get a replay link. And um, anything else that I um, make uh, up for you for that time. So the last time I gave people notes, my some of my notes to the wild black cherry um, bark information that I had, and I shared that with them. But you definitely get access to the live and to the replay, and then there's always like little additions that I add on to it. So yes, $44 a month, 
And then there is a sliding scale option too for those that um, are in need of that. I want to make it as accessible to, as I can to everybody and also um, be able to support all the work that I do, all the tech, all my time and things like that. I'm also going to be a guest speaker on October 8th and I'm doing a, um, a lesson called Playing with Herbal Potions and it is part of the Season of the Witch Conference that is hosted by my friend Emily Morrison from Wise Woman Witchery and her and I um, are often co-collaborating on things but I am, am part of um, one of the presenters for the season of the witch and it's October 8th. So countdown is coming for when you can um, register for that. And there's many other presenters. I think there's a total of 10 and it's a virtual online conference that happens for two days. And um, there's all sorts of uh, yeah different topics that they're going to uh, be in there. I think my, I think all these links are in the description of wherever you're at. If you're in YouTube, if you're listening in the podcast, um, if you're listening in Facebook, there it should be in the description for this one. If not, I'll go back and look and put them in the comments in the, the notes sections of whichever platform you're on. So that's what's happening in the Full Circle Herbals world. And, and I have many other things that I'll be sharing in the next couple of weeks. So be sure to watch what's in my teacup where I show you a, a fun teacup, something that I have um, acquired sharing these different patterns and designs of these teacups. And then I tell you what I'm drinking, a little lesson about the, the teas that are in there, um, about the herbs that are in the teas. And then I give an update on what's happening with um, Full Circle Herbals, what I'm doing for my business here and sharing the herbs to everyone. So Thank you for joining for this What's in My Teacup on September 30th, and I will see you next Friday. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. follow me at fullcircleherbals.com and the Facebook page Full Circle Herbals.